welcome to um, a Monday podcast, um, which is usually a topic of some description. Following on from last uh, Monday's uh, talk about CO2, um, I, I kind of wondered what am I going to talk about next? I kind of, but as I said before, sometimes topics just fall in front of you and. Uh, then I start mulling them over in my brain and then I think, yeah, I could t- I'll talk about that because uh, I'm thinking about it, so I might as well talk about it. And um, oh, so I watched a, a, a video clip. Um, it's actually Stephen Fry talking about climate change and the loss of biodiversity uh, worldwide, obviously. And we've got these big um, summits coming up uh, you know in order for the the countries to get together and do something um because it's becoming apparent that we are on the road to armageddon sometimes i think but possibly not that bad but when you look at it you know the floods the hurricanes the you know volcanoes erupting um fires devastating fires it's uh plague you know pestilence it's um certainly seems to be going that way either that or we just see more of it because we're all in touch with uh the media every day i don't know but one of the things that then occurred to me is um future proofing your life you know you you have to future proof your life as as far as possible and i i've said to my girls you know previously before now when you're if you're looking to buy somewhere a new property a new house a new place personally i would buy it up high up higher because um if they're right and the climate warms even you know to the three degrees that they think it might do um a lot of places are going to be underwater uh so you need to live up a bit higher um that's my personal (laughs) opinion um or you need to build so that you know with the, with the idea that or look at or convert at something that you could then live on the top of you know, above higher above than than below because um it's certainly you know flooding is much more frequent in our in in the UK <clears throat> than it ever has been before um albeit temporary uh, a lot of the time but it's still devastating for the people that are that are um, affected by it. You know, I often think that when you know people go out and uh, you know when you watch the programs, you know, escape to the country or whatever, and people you know want to live near water. <laughs> I think that's probably not the best idea um, that you could have, uh, considering what they forecast might happen to uh, to rivers and. Well, even sea level, rising sea levels. Um, it's pretty scary, really. And I don't know what the time frame is, but uh, I, I think, you know, as, a, as a, an individual, it's best to um, look at it, if you can, and future-proof it for whenever you think you might need that, possibly. It's not just your life that you um, need to future proof either really it's uh you need to pass the knowledge on you know or your thoughts on to your children um 
and reiterate that they need to pass their thoughts on to their children because there's a lot of lost knowledge that um and it, it just gets more and more lost with each generation uh, that uh, that that comes along you, and from personal experience i can say that you know for years i said to my children you know this that the other and they probably thought oh, mum's nuts you know <laughs> uh, but as they've got older and they're adults and they can see for themselves the news bulletins and things um they take it on board and uh yes they can see that this is you know this is not crackpot thoughts these are you know thoughts based on what what you can see what's gone before what what you can see might be ahead based on the science and you know i am a science-based person and i i do look at the science and think yeah because because you know these people spend a long time learning about these things they've spent a long time uh, investigating things they're not doing it for nothing um well obviously they're getting paid but they they're not you know most of them i think are, they're genuine they're genuinely interested in in their subject and they genuinely want to um put it out there you know their findings <coughs> is you know i for instance i watched a um just a series on telly yesterday about the the discovery of uh, DNA fingerprinting, you know, and how perhaps people thought that, you know, it was a bit crackpot at the time. But look, everybody uses DNA fingerprinting now. Um, you know, one person persevered on that to get to be able to crack it, and uh, and he was right. He had this idea. He thought this would work, and he was right. Um, and he's a scientist, you know, so it's not it's not crackpot stuff it, and um uh, there are thousands of scientists millions probably all around the world uh giving us the same information um really and half the time i think scientists should actually be in charge of the countries not politicians because politicians then just put spin on it and uh you know it, it it just gets lost in in media hype and tit for tat score po- uh, point scoring and things like that but um yeah so it, even if you <clears throat> if you think that you know voice it and uh even if you think your children aren't listening eventually it will make sense to them i think as they get older i think you know especially as they get older and then they have children of their own and they look at it and think well ha- yeah this then becomes something that they look at a lot deeper than they did perhaps when they were teenagers and life was just a, you know, a laugh uh, with their mates. So yeah, future-proofing uh, your life and future-proofing the lives of the generations that are going to come after you is, uh, is important, I think. Interestingly enough, um, as I often say, sometimes things just fall in front of you. Um, John was watching a programme on television last night, um, uh, Grand Designs, actually. But um, the chap was building a house uh, to withstand flooding because um, 
he lived near... Uh, I'm not quite sure which area of the country. I'm trying to rack my brains now, I think. But anyway, he lived near some um, f- flat waters, you know. And um, it rains a lot there, apparently. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so he was near an estuary and he decided he... Uh, well, he bought this piece of land and he the house he built... Because um, I didn't actually see the beginning of the program, so it possibly already had that planning permission. But the, the house he built was uh, thinking forward to the future and uh, the rising water levels, and uh, he built it so that the bottom, uh, the bottom part of it was uh, was quite high uh, above the ground. So at least one floor until you got to the living area so that was uh so that's quite high and you know it was all waterproof and everything so um it's funny how things just sort of turn up when you when you've been talking about them so that's the kind of thing I'm talking about obviously not everybody can go out and afford to buy a piece of land or build their own house but um it was just interesting that it actually it cropped up uh within a couple of days of me talking about it, it was uh quite fascinating to watch the build and listen to the reasons behind it and uh yeah so I do think that you know probably there are a lot more people out there thinking along the same lines as me not just me which is nice to know but yeah so that was a an interesting thing to watch and uh just goes to prove there are others thinking about it as well so how could you future proof your life um i'm gonna go straight in and with a worst case scenario because only by imagining a worst case scenario can you then imagine uh can you then look outwards and think right what 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 am i going to do so worst case scenario um everything around you has collapsed you know buildings networks uh everything um for 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 some from something uh not sure what would cause entirely all of that but so you're stood there everything is in ruins around you you can't communicate with anybody because there are no networks up um and you know you turn on the tap there's no water coming out and you've got no electric that's your very worst case scenario. I'm never going to say that's ever going to happen, but you never know. So, um, you know, always, always start with that point and then look <clears throat> and just stand and think, what am I going to do? And then identify the areas that uh, you have no idea about. And those are the idea, uh, those are the areas that you can start working on now. So, you know, and diversifying your skill sets. Uh, what can you do? What can't you do? What can you learn to do? Um, you know, that's not gonna, there's so many, so much resource out there at the minute, because we have got the networks up. Um, you know, you can learn a multitude of things, even if it's just a little bit, you know, uh, you try it. I mean, I often do do that. I, I dabble in so many different things, but then you know, if push come to shove one day, I, I could go back on my, you know, what I did and think, oh yeah, that's what I did. Uh, that's what will, that, that will come in useful. I'll be able to do that. Um, so, and plan for emergencies. You might never need it. Uh, and if you don't, that's great. Um, 
But if you do, you're ahead of the game because you've already thought about it and uh, thought about how you're going to deal with that. And yes, you're going to forget some things and there's some things you're not going to know how to deal with. But uh, the, the things that you can uh, deal with, you know, are great. The things that you think you might be able to deal with, brush up on. The things you don't know how to deal with, you know, look it up and have a go and see see if you can do these things because uh, that that's all part of and I don't it you know some people would say well that's you know a bit wacky and a bit out there I don't I don't think it is really because at any time any one of us could come across you know um, an emergency situation uh, and uh, so if you the more prepared you are for it the the uh, better you're going to come through it is what I think and that's what future proofing is about and you know they do it all the time in um work in the workplace they're always training you you know about future proofing your career and things like that but you know uh actually one of the more important things is future proofing your life I think is uh you know just in case something happens that you uh weren't expecting and uh you can be ready for that At this point, you're probably thinking, well, what kind of things? Come on, tell me what kind of things. But I, I suppose I can't really tell everybody what kind of things because everybody has a different skill set. But I've, I've said before, if you're in a situation <clears throat> that warrants um, looking at what you need to do next, obviously uh, food, shelter and warmth are the, are the basics. And I'm not, I'm not talking in the short term uh, scenario. So I, you know, I'm looking at, when I look at things, I always look at things as long-term because short-term, short-term disasters or, you know, eventually, um, the army comes in, the government steps in, um, and things start happening or sometimes it's a bit slow, but, you know, and you do need to be able to cope in the interim. But uh, when I talk about things, I talk about long-term things so a long-term problem that might crop up so I'm looking at I am looking specifically at thinking about being able to grow your own food or forage for your own food and enough to sustain you and your family or whoever you know is living with you so learning to grow your own food is um is one of the biggest things I think you know Obviously, you know, learn how to make a shelter, learn how to make fire uh, to keep you warm, learn how to keep yourself warm and then expand those out to um, learn how if you've got a house already that's still standing, but there is no electric or no heating, how are you going to keep yourself warm um, until until there is Uh you know, even in a short term thing, you know, maybe a um, power supply failure that uh, might take days could be in the middle of winter. We often have power cuts here, um, but they don't last very long, thankfully, on the whole. I mean, I think the longest one has been about 12 hours, um, which is long enough, to, <laughs> to be fair. When you're used to having everything at the end of, uh, you know, on the end of a switch 
or it's long time, 12 hours to be cut off from everything. So, but, you know, and if that's in the middle of winter, you know, we don't particularly have massively harsh winters here, but it's jolly cold. Yep, you could get in the car and you could go to your nearest relative if they've got heating or something, that's absolutely fine. But uh, if you couldn't do that, then, you know, learn how to keep yourself warm and learn how to... Um, I suppose future proofing as well would be thinking about, which I'm doing at the minute, thinking about how you can lower your energy costs and how you can keep your house warmer, uh, keep it warm before you even have to use any energy to keep it warm. So um, look at all those areas. And yeah, and there's plenty of ways on the internet to, to look at and see how to insulate your home properly and you know what what the cold spots in your room, your house and how to do them so that's all future proofing because that's all going to save you money in the long run and if you haven't got a lot of money to spend and the power costs start going up you know you really do need to look at that and start thinking right how can I how can I keep on top of this because uh it's only going to go one way at the minute as far as I can see and that's the costs are just going to go up and up. So there's there's that, there's, you know, and learn how to grow your own food. And it doesn't have to be complicated. Um, you know, things grow. And when when I say, and if I was looking at a worst case scenario, I'd have to think, right, I'd have, grow your own food, save your own seed so that you can grow your own food again next year. No good relying on the, the internet to be able to order or going down to your local, you know, uh, garden centre to buy seed you have to learn how to um, save the seed and uh, keep it well and dry and things for the following year when you want to reuse it again um, they're, they're sort of main things learn how to uh, like I've told, said about think about where you live um, and what the climate impact climate change impact is likely to be in your area and how can you deal with that how are you going to deal with that? Um, <clears throat> that's a big one, I think, because, um, again, that's it's not going to get any better. Uh, it's just going to get worse. And I often think, you know, as kids, you watch these programmes, these sci-fi programmes on the telly, and you think, you know, I mean, for instance, um, Star Trek, and, the, you know, they're talking into their wristwatches. And back in the day, you thought, well, that's, you know, crazy. And now look at us, we all, you know, not all of us, but, you know, you can, you've got a wristwatch that connects you to your phone and you talk back into it. It's just, so anything you've seen on sci-fi, including any kind of, um, any kind of uh, worldwide disasters, really, you know, they're not actually fiction, to be fair. They're going to be, at some point, probably reality for some people, so... Uh, take a look at those and or think about those and think yeah actually they <laughs> everything seems to come to pass eventually at some in one way or another so it's uh looking at that and uh thinking how how am I going to deal with that um and also your skill you know your skill sets um uh, basic ones start with the basic ones that are really important like first aid you know, like being able to build things, like being able to grow things, like being able to keep yourself safe enough from whatever might occur. Uh, the basic future proof seems a bit heavy, seems a bit deep, but actually it's fun. It's fun to do. 
it's fun to do when you don't have to do it because I imagine it's pretty scary to suddenly be thrown into it and have to do it. So do it while you can. Do it while it's fun. It doesn't hurt. You know, you, you then have got a base um, to learn from for any future events that happen. So, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not deep, dark and depressing or anything. It's just, it just is giving yourself the best kind of opportunities that you might need uh, in the future. You never know. So that's what I would call future-proofing. I'm sure there are going to be a lot of people who go a lot, lot further than that. But uh, for me, it's just, you know, trying at, trying things out, trying a new skill set, trying new skills, building my skill set and thinking, well, it might come in useful one day. And if it doesn't, well, I've had fun doing it, so it doesn't really matter. I've had fun looking at it. Uh, I've had fun looking at something and I might save myself some money somewhere along the line. So, you know, that's a, that's a good thing. That can only be a good thing. And so, yeah. So look at future proofing and have fun while you're doing it. You know, it's not, it's not, um, it's not about, it's not supposed to be about doom and gloom. It's just about giving yourself the best opportunities that you can in life. Last night in the UK, they just held a, um, a star studded gala, uh, called Earthshot, um, which is the, uh, idea of the Duke Duchess of Cambridge or at least they are endorsing it and um, the idea and I guess that's kind of future proofing if you like it's a, a, on a big scale on a big scale because um, they are handing out you know vast sums of money to enterprises that are doing whatever they can uh, to to lessen the impact of climate change in one form or another, and I think there were five prizes given out last night, and um, you know a lot. They're all to do with uh, trying to limit the damage that we're doing on on this planet. Uh, it follows in, uh, or it was the the, uh, the name was taken up uh, taken up after the moonshot, uh, which was um, moon landings and things like that. Why on earth? Uh, we would want to be looking at um, living on the moon when we can't even manage this planet very well is, uh, is crazy. Don't get me wrong, I would love to go to the moon. Um, it is one of my things that I would absolutely love to do. But uh, we need to look after this planet first. Um, unless they are, you know, obviously of the opinion that one day they, we will need to evacuate this uh, planet because it you know, we'll all go to pot, but uh, you can bet your bottom dollar that the likes of you and me um, are low, low down the list. We'll not be getting a seat on that shuttle because I can't imagine, although it should be, it should be the, you know, normal, ordinary people who, um, who've who got half an ounce of common sense, not the people that would be uh, chosen to go, but there you go, there you have it, That's uh, that's life for you. It, it, it messed up, crazy, backward kinds of systems, really. But uh, you, you know, really, in my opinion, you you really need people. People are going to do the hard graft to start with, so you know, no good sending just politicians and uh, you know heads of state and people with the amount of money that it would need to get a seat to buy a seat. 
who's going to do all the hard graft when you get there? You know, not then, that's for sure. That's just my opinion. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, it's... Uh, and I think... And also, one of my other um, kind of bugbears is that you need a star-studded gala in order to get it off the ground. Now, don't get me wrong, I understand why you need it, because you do need to raise the money. But... And uh, it's a sad fact that you can't raise it without having uh, celebrities and things involved, because millions of people around the world follow these celebrities for whatever reason they deem fit and you know they will do what the celebrities do and they will you know act out what the celebrities act out so um you know if these celebrities are on board with this uh it's going to raise millions of pounds to do to do these things so i get it i just don't understand the logic behind um every single person's individual way of thinking about uh, doing it. You know, you should be doing it anyway, you know, not just because your favourite celebrity is, is doing it, is, is what I'm saying. So, yeah, so we've got... Uh, so, you know, there are big... Well, this is the... I mean, it's the first, thing, the first time I've heard of it when um, it, was on, it was on the news last night, so I've not heard of it before, I have to admit. But there are obviously big movements underway to try and of course David Attenborough um love him he just has has gone on about it for years and years and um you know he seems to have to say it more and more because people just aren't listening and maybe they will start to listen and of course Prince Charles has gone on for many years and everybody thought he was a crackpot too but um turns out he wasn't he turns out he knew exactly uh what was ahead so you know he he is definitely um he's definitely one that's worth a seat on on the plane somewhere but uh yeah so well both of those two but um yeah so there is there are big movements afoot to future proof uh which is good but um you know whether it's all too little too late i don't know um none of us really know it might just be a phase who knows but uh hopefully we can reverse all the the damage that's done we definitely have done lots of damage when you see the photographs of you know um waste rubbish piled up on beautiful what were beautiful islands with pristine sands and waters are now just a garbage dump uh quite frankly it's disgusting but um you know i we're all we're all liable for that really uh in one way or another i i i would say there's very few people on the planet who haven't con- contributed to that in one form or another so uh we're all liable we all need to take action and we all need to try and future-proof our lives, either as individuals or on a massive scale. One of the main things, I suppose, you can learn to do, and if you're not already doing it, is uh, to be an individual. Um, and we're talking about not to be one of those uh, masses that just follow along blindly. Um, learn to think for yourself and... Uh, learn to you know be by yourself 
Um, I don't mean just be a hermit or anything like that, but learn how to uh, look after yourself, really, because when push comes to shove, you are the one that will need to look after yourself and your family. Um, Even, you know, governments... These are the things that ramble through my brain. You know, politicians, up until recently, uh, most of them you know come from privileged backgrounds they don't even have to know the first thing about real life which does show in a lot of the policies that that go through you know that or in in, in days gone by they haven't got a clue really about real life um what it really takes to get by because uh, they've never really had to you know they, they need a, a privilege whichever country you come from you know they nearly always uh got there because there's money behind them um, in one form or another. So, uh, you know, they didn't really... There are, I mean, nowadays it's different. There are people there who, um, you know, have worked their way from the ground upwards. And they do know, they do deserve the recognition. They do know what it's like. But um, a vast majority of politicians around the world, I guess, have no clue, really, um, they learn about politics. They don't learn about real life at all. So, so yeah, learn learn to be an individual, uh, and learn what's best for you and your family, because um, you know the, the rulings are made by government. Not always uh, going to be the best thing. I don't. I don't mean there should be all out anarchy, but take from it what you need and leave the rest behind that that's what i would say um because uh it's not always the right path to be going down though you know we do get funneled down that path which is uh another sort of musing of mine you do you know you're told to do this and on the whole you do um, you know, myself included, you know, just even in the last pandemic, you know, you told this is what you must do. Actually, when you look back on it, you think, mm, hang on a minute, you know, maybe if I'd have thought for myself, then that would have been, I would have done that differently. Um, at the end of the day, they're just trying to keep millions of people safe. But uh, I don't think they always know what the outcome is going to be, which is you know pretty much been proved really over the last couple of years so start thinking for yourself I would um it's definitely another way to to build some sort of resilience into your life and uh going forward thinking about how you would might do things slightly differently and uh that again is all about future proofing I hope you've enjoyed this um this podcast is a ramble is rambles about what goes through my head on a daily basis over different topics so it's not you know as I always will say I'm not an expert just me here rambling away on uh on topics that I think about things that go through my head and so I guess if I'm thinking about them other people must be um and again it's not it's not doom and gloom I'm not I'm not forecasting a, a doomed future um, I would sincerely hope that is never the case. Uh, all I'm saying is that that you should look inside yourself and um, and see what you can do in order to limit any impact 
that comes from the future in whatever form it is, you know, whatever form it is at all. So, yeah, so I hope you've enjoyed listening to it. Go out and enjoy discovering yourself. Discover what you can do for yourself. Discover what you don't really know much about and then learn about it. And, you know, it's all, it's all gives, it's all empowering and it all adds to your skill set. Um, which is, uh, can only be a good thing, really. Have a great week.